You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. New chapter this morning in the battle against Ebola. Nickelback are back. The multi-platinum band has just announced a new album and a North American summer. Until you see the flaming butthole, you ain't seen nothing yet. No, 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 no. Something good for ya. episode of the Something Good For You podcast, where the two of us sift through the bullshit to try to find a little something good to give you each and every week. I was going to start saying again. I'm one of your two co-hosts, Alex Stiff, and sitting beside me, as always, is the one and only Captain Nunn. What's up, y'all? Go Tigers. <laughs> and this week, we've got Chris Morrison with us. What's up, y'all? Yes, yes. <laughs> Good, finally catch up again. Yeah. We've been pushing it hard over on uh, Couch Potatoes. Mm-hmm. Also now available on iTunes and Spotify and we all that shit. We stand with Joe Rogan. <laughs> we do not. We do not. We do not. We hate Neil Young, though. I don't know, man. I was kind of bummed out because I grew up liking Neil Young a lot, nah, too. Him. Self-righteous like, hippie. He is kind of a self-righteous hippie. That is also true, but I love his music. He's about as bad as the fucking Eagles albums. Oh, see, that was my first uh, favorite shit because that was Ooh. my mom and dad's music. I know it's it's trend. It's kind of like Nickelback. It's trendy and easy to hate on the Eagles and Nickelback and all that shit. I have always hated on the Eagles. I know you have. <laughs> Even now, when they're separate, trendy. like the Beatles, they're better. <laughs> Even like the fucking uh, Glenn Fry solo shit. <laughs> Not like Glenn Fry, but Don Henley and all them when they do other, you know, their solo shit. Boys yeah. of Summer and all yeah. that. Yeah, it's a good it's song. Awesome. Yeah, Joe Walsh was always my favorite. Though. Yeah, Life's Been Good is a badass track. Mm-hmm. Rocky Mountain Way. <laughs> yeah. No, I used to like uh, that's some real Joe Dirt, Joe Dirt type shit. Yes, it is. If they had Rocky Mountain, what I think they had Rocky Mountain Way and yeah. Funk Forty Nine yeah. and fucking uh, Joe Dirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great soundtrack. Yeah, but like with the Neil Young stuff, uh, he was always like uh, kind of like a pain in the ass. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> hippie read about protest him. songs, and like I get it, you know. Mm-hmm. The National Guard were shooting college kids. But, like, I understand. <laughs> I feel it, bro. Ohio. I feel it. But you think you're bigger than Crosby, Steele, Nash? Did you, <laughs> did you hear about his story about how he got in a fight with uh, David Geffen over uh, his contract and what David Geffen wanted out of him? Fuck, I don't know. It's like a whole thing where, like, uh, David Geffen. atomic elbow on that motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> like, David Geffen signed uh, Neil Young on for, like, a set of albums or whatever. And uh, Neil Young was going through, like, a Devo phase at the time and made uh, an electronic rock album. And okay. uh, David Geffen was like, uh, what the fuck is this? We wanted a Neil Young record. We want a rock and roll record. And Neil Young's like, oh, you want a rock and roll record. So he makes a 50s-sounding rock and roll record. Ah. And we're like, David Geffen's like, that's not what I meant. <laughs> Neil Young just kept being a pain in the ass to him. Oh, Neil Young went electric, and guess what? It's powered by blood. <laughs> and then as soon, and as soon as he got out of the, co- the contract, he made uh, Keep On Rocking in the Free World, which ironically sounds like classic Neil Young. Yeah. So I just I was never a big fan of him growing up. I think it was all the doom metal and fucking <laughs> like ACDC and Kiss and all that shit I listened to as a kid. I didn't give a fuck about Neil Young until I started watching like live videos of him when he's like just, you know, playing just really loud, aggressive, like electric guitar, yeah. like the uh, Crazy Horse days. Yeah. No, I, we hadn't done a, uh, a round table actually since all that went down. And it's like, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting over here going, it's like, I don't care about Joe Rogan. I don't care about Neil Young. Like, 
I, I can just live my day it like oh, as yeah. if nothing has changed. The last time we had like a go around for just something good for you, it's been a minute. Yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, before this one, uh, last week's episode, we had Kate on. Yeah. And um, before that I episode. I played D&D with her. I right. Would, I would. <laughs> that would oh, be yeah. fun. No, that, I was absolutely catching that vibe. I was like, because we've been discussing on the Couch Potatoes mm-hmm. about us doing a tabletop uh, live stream or video or something. And I think she would be great to wrap in with that. I, I think so. I think she's got like the energy and everything else to, and, and the passion for it that God. would make it fun. And it really get my fix of the whole like rolling dice and gambling. Yeah. <laughs> my bro- rolling bones, bro. <laughs> my brother would love that shit too. He's got a podcast where he does like a, a voice acting thing, but it's like yeah. D&D it style. Uh, fuck, what's it called? I'm a terrible brother. Uh, <laughs> That, that'd get, be a cool I'm Twitch stream. I'm trying to give him a plug. I know, and you're I'm just going like, to. I don't fuck Subscribe to my channel called Fuck My Brother. <laughs> <laughs> on Twitch. I basically give him a broken SNES controller as player number two who play fucking Street Fighter 2 Turbo. He always has to pick Chun-Li, though. <laughs> One Shots, that's what it's called. A D&D character podcast. Hell yeah. Word. But yeah, so we've been discussing uh, kind of doing that as a uh, video content. But uh, before... Before all that, we did the Christmas episode, yeah. which is always just kind of like an outlier. That's almost mm-hmm. kind of like a separate entity kind of thing. On but how be- we ruined Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> but then before that, yeah, it was like November. I think so. Yeah. yeah so it was good old days. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> Hol- holidays are always just kind of like, it's always like one of those transitional periods where you're just kind of getting out of uh, going home for Christmas and then, you know, you're out for a little bit with uh, January and then it's you know, like work. Uh-huh. Until April. <laughs> and then, you, and then you I'm a, one holiday. And I'm a independent contractor, so the holidays fuck me on, yeah, on, yeah. on uh, work hours and shit like that. So you're catching up on all that, too. Mm-hmm. I want to learn guitar on Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. That's a lie. <laughs> no, so that that is 100% true. And, and it's also just been one of those things where when it warms up, everyone just like feels better and it's like it's been slowly warming up a little bit yeah. so it's like we got uh, our carolina spring winter yeah and shit's actually happening again you yeah know, i remember so. i was uh, i had walked outside because i was just you know i spent my 12 hour day work work days inside and i finally decided to just walk outside and take a walk uh and i was just like damn it's like 65 degrees out here it's mm-hmm. fucking nice yeah cool breeze right? and shit sun and sun's in my face i'm just like i should have quit my job <laughs> and then i was like nope go back inside that's why you don't go outside because every time you go outside you quit your fucking job because <laughs> you're like i need a fucking break <laughs> See, maybe i don't need this maybe i don't need this shirt either it's so nice out. <laughs> start blasting neil young and be like i'm a hippie man I'm, I'm not, i don't need spotify in my life i'm Keep- rocking in the free world <laughs> yes he did an apple commercial <laughs> yes <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go to this uh, more wholesome platform like Amazon. I don't even give a shit about doing that, did he? Nope. Uh, He didn't pull his shit from Apple Music. Nope. (laughs) Maybe that's what it was. It's all all pulled from Apple. Tim Tim Cook was like, motherfucker. (laughs) We can take him down. Yeah. And he's like, okay. He does that. And Tim's like, oh, shit. Sorry, buddy. So you don't even give, <laughs> no, give a shit. He sold his fucking catalog for like $200 million. That's or why some I don't feel sorry like for that. half these people that are leaving Spotify. No. It's like, all your catalog is gone. Like, it's done. Yeah. You're, yeah, not, gonna, so you're not making nothing new. Yeah. So if he already sold his catalog, that means he was getting residuals of residuals. Yeah. yeah he's good. Yeah. Fucking, it's ridiculous. I'll just go listen to him on YouTube. <laughs> I wish you could do that, Garth Brooks. I really wish you could. Oh, I know it. Garth Brooks, like Garth Brooks, is in that like top ten like echelon, echelon of like folks that will like fucking uh, find never, it. Yeah. never put their shit on fucking live streams. Garth really? Brooks, the Eagles, like all the guys that sold like 
thirty million. Or the Eagles don't. The well, the Eagles will like uh, anytime like they say cherry uh, pick, they, the, like if you go to their discography, I think it's cherry picked. Okay, and what you can do like Hotel California is on there, of course. Yeah, yeah. But like some that's what I was about to say. I'm like I've had like to skip live, that motherfucker so many like times on Spotify. Come like, on, like the, the live albums are not. I don't think are on there at all. And you can't use them for like any uh, like say tutorials or anything like that. Yeah, and like so Adele would, Adele was the same way. She wouldn't put yeah. her shit on Spotify, and she would like. I think she had signed with like Apple only or some shit. And then she realized like, no, I don't want to. Nobody <laughs> goes to Apple. Not everyone has a fucking iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, Garth Brooks isn't even on Spotify at all. I was going to say uh, Prince was like that. Yeah. Uh, he, he didn't put his out there. Uh, Taylor Swift was like that for a while. So Pink Floyd. But I think her stuff's back. Yeah, but Prince Prince played his smart, though. Yep. He played his close to the vest when it came to like recording studios and stuff. He did a lot of his own. You know, He bought his own studios, bought his own fucking equipment. And, and he plus was smart. he could play everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's like, uh, what's his name from, uh, oh, what is that, Scientologist guy? Uh, uh, Beck? Know, Beck. He's like, Beck. <laughs> Beck can play like every fucking instrument. I like how that was my connector. Oh, Scientology, Beck. Beck yeah. <laughs> Granted, he isn't a fucking psycho cult, but damn, he can play the fuck out of some instruments, can't he? Well, Prince was in a Jehovah's Witness, too. Yeah. Any 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 type of religion that fucks your brain makes you a good musician. <laughs> I was I was raised Methodist. <laughs> hey, speaking of fucked up musicians, have y'all seen the trailer for Elvis? No, uh, I haven't watched the uh, watched it all the way through, but I see it come up. Yeah, there, it's looks just like I didn't Elvis. even know this was even going to be yeah. a thing. They do that song. Oh man, what is this? That sad song is like, if you leave me, I will die. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but, uh, oh, God damn it. Me and Grayson used to play that song all the time just because it's like, you feel that, motherfucker? That's the real shit. <laughs> I cherry pick when it comes to Elvis because I did not give a shit about Elvis he's when got, I was growing he's got up. Some, he, some of his songs I like just because it's so different from what everyone else likes. Cause, right. Like, you take that fast song, Little Less Conversation. Mm-hmm. That's a badass fucking song. I love that song. fucking song. And then you have, like, uh, I would have to pull up his fucking discography, yeah. but I can't name the songs. But like, but there's a difference between like us and then like Elvis guys. Yeah, yeah. Elvis know? people oh, yeah. are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that's like a, a music guy is usually an asshole. <laughs> like, I was gonna say Tiki's listening to this episode, going, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Danzig, <laughs> sorry, Danzig." But no, no suspicious minds. Suspicious. That, that's a great. That, the trailer song. opens up with the uh, the the second. I think the second chorus part of it, mm-hmm. and they play it all slow. And I'm just like, oh shit! That gives it gives it a cool vibe. Right, it's yeah. a sad song, and like it, it looks pretty good. Does it? Uh, what kind of uh, period does it cover? Does it, it covers, just like it uh, covers right when um, Merle Haggard killed a 14 year old right after Merle Haggard killed Buddy Holly? <laughs> just, just when his uncle, yeah, <laughs> when Merle Haggard killed Buddy Holly. Yeah. <laughs> that was Waylon Jennings. Waylon Jennings. <laughs> yeah, now they're all the fucking safe. Waylon Jennings just sends Buddy Holly to his grave by talking shit. <laughs> you take the fucking plane, then you piece of shit. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you take a fucking plane? I'll get there and I'll run over you with my fucking car. Yeah. And then it's like, ah, oh, damn it! And that's why God got him first. That's why Waylon Jennings spent a thousand day, uh, dollars a day on cocaine afterwards. Well, yeah, damn. survivor's guilt. Yeah. <laughs> People deal with their things no, it, in their it, own it, special ways. It's another music biopic, just yeah. like from top to bottom, kind of like you know Johnny Cash and the uh, James Brown it's, it's and all set that. Right when he. Um, I think it's right when he leaves Memphis. 
Okay, so this is when he goes to RCA and Nashville yeah. and all that. It looks like that's where it's set. Now, they could just do flashbacks like the walk uh, walk the line kind of thing. You know? The Walking Dead? The Walking Dead. Yeah. I knew that's where you're accidentally <laughs> going with it because I, I heard the wall. <laughs> I'm like, there's only so many things that start I'm trying like really that. not to haste. Not, I was truly... Walk hard? Uh, yeah, walk hard. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> oh, okay. That Johnny Cash movie, walk hard? Yeah. He's got to think about his entire life before he goes on stage. <laughs> and then he dies. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it looks pretty good. It looks like... You know, walk the line or Dewey Didn't, Cox or anything. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. I think this is what uh, Tom Hanks has been like when uh, he got COVID. This was what he was working on, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And then you, uh, then you got Winning Time coming out soon on HBO. Oh yeah, about the Lakers mm-hmm. <laughs> with uh, oh, what's the guy that uh, puts the movie that uh, those kinds of movies together? What's that director's name? Oh, uh, the dude that did Vice. Um, yeah, Vice and the Adam McKay. Adam McKay. He just did the yeah. one that. But he's uh, got John C. Riley is playing Prof- uh, Doc Drum, the guy yeah. who created the, basically the. The, the Lakers, the, the Lakers as we know them. Yeah, exactly. Or made them uh, the uh, uh, the brand, like the big yeah. uh, Hollywood brand. I know this is going over the heads associated. of some of us at this table. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> sports, ball, hoop. Hey, I'm letting you roll with it, and no. y'all are conversating. I dig it. But I yeah, that's, that's, I'm excited about that because yeah. HBO looks like they really spent some money on that, and it looks like it's going to be one of those like the big short, you know, where they're yeah, doing cutaways of this movie. Magic Johnson doing a shit ton of coke with a bunch of women in the bed. He's like, and that's what I realized. I, mean, I got. <laughs> AIDS. <laughs> I have AIDS. I am the shit. <laughs> but I think they're going to do the whole like uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar thing too. Like I think that's when they're going to cut it in. Says, All of a sudden, this sounds like kung fu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We meet again, Kareem. Lou <laughs> <laughs> <Luau> Alcindor. <laughs> that's his real fucking name. Uh, but no, like during the during the early. Or during the late 70s, early 80s, the Lakers were changing a lot of stuff. There were a lot of new rules coming in, a lot of new teams. Okay. Uh, if, if you want to reference point, semi-pro with Will Ferrell. Right. It's kind of it's a kind reference of that's based off it's, of. Kind of, it's kind of the same fucking attitude. It's like, the Flint Tropics, let's get yes. tropical. <laughs> it's like, nah, we're just going to keep the nuggets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, other, we're going to get rid of all these teams. We're going to buy the ABA. We're just going to get rid of all these teams, keep Dr. J, <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. like, go from there. But you got to, like, it, it, it was the time for, like, where it became almost, I don't want to say a black-only sport, but a predominant black sport mm-hmm. in america at the professional level now you still have people like you know jerry west larry bird yeah, yeah larry, larry bird plays a big part of the lakers thing yeah because he was the know, main rival yeah he was the rival um but it is it it kind of drives the whole you know white versus black mm-hmm. you know kind of thing but in the end it's still just a fucking game yeah, yeah. exactly but it became that because of you know the celtics lakers yeah. bird versus johnson east versus west mm-hmm. you know kind of east like versus west whole, yeah that, exactly it creates that whole sports mentality which kind of spills over into the rap game later on yeah <laughs> <laughs> well there wasn't really anything like that in the 80s other than like uh, as far as rivalries until like maybe uh, when uh, the pistons came out yeah and uh, became like the the villains of the league against yeah, the bad like, boys of uh, fucking basketball yeah it was like the Pistons versus the NBA mm-hmm. at that point but like you know it's a great time like if you if we ever did like a whole like story of the 80s itself that'd be a, a good one to go over because it spills over into all the other sports yeah mm-hmm. I think with like basketball that's the one with like football maybe the Chicago Bears the Bear, the greatest team ever mm-hmm. 1986 Chicago Bears yep with Deca Deca hey <laughs> go Bears go Bears uh, <laughs> not because you had like Mike Singletary mm-hmm. who became the fucking head coach of the 49ers yep you had uh, McMahon the guy with the fucked up eye 
I forgot about him. He was the quarterback. <laughs> but he had a fucked up eye because like something broke and he stabbed himself with a face with a fork. Ow. What? He had a Bowie eye. That's what it was. He had a, a Bowie, Bowie eye. eye. <laughs> Damn. He had okay. a David Bowie eye. Mm-hmm. Except it's all kind his of dad didn't up. crack him in the fucking face. Right. <laughs> There's a David Bowie biopic that just yeah, came out uh, recently like a, too. But he had like the Walter Payton and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, Walter Payton and yeah, everything too. He had all these too. great fucking athletes all on one team. It kind of seemed unfair. <laughs> yeah, I know It's it. kind of like watching... Uh, the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> right? <laughs> that was the last time I watched basketball was really like the uh, the Golden State Warriors run. It was like yeah. them versus the NBA or like them versus just LeBron up to yeah. a point. Yeah, because he's a ball hog. Yeah. <laughs> I used to like him too. That was fucked up. I used to really like like going on a little tangent here. I used to really respect him because, you know, he played with the Heat. Yeah. And it was him and basically two guys. Yeah. Dwayne Wade and Bob. Was, that was it. That was it. And they well, were, then they went to Miami. Yeah, but that's what I say. Like it was just those three guys, and they were going to be like, "Oh man, this could be like something." You know, he could be like Michael Jordan. He could build a team, you know, make and, the game exciting. You know, again, he had you know? a Pippen. He had a, a kind of a Dennis Rodman. You know, Dwayne Wade wasn't no piece of shit player. No, he's one of the greatest of the time of our time. But like, he kind of just threw it away by making himself too big, and then went back to Cleveland. No, did he go back to Cleveland or he went to L.A.? Uh, I think he went to L.A. Yeah. And then we came with the Lakers, and it's just like, you ain't Kobe, motherfucker. You ain't yeah. going to play out here. No. It was a way different. Uh, it was also a way different game, too. Yeah. And then you had, Like, we were talking about the rules keep changing. Yeah. But, like, there's no East. Like, for the longest time, no Eastern team was going to beat a Western team. No. You could take the, even the best of the best at the time, which were the fucking Raptors. <laughs> ended up winning the whole fucking thing, which hey, I love that. Like, was it uh, five or, like three or four years ago or something like yeah. that now, right? Yeah. But, like, at one point, the East was never going to beat the West. No, well, for the longest time, uh, it was my it was Miami that was yeah. dominating as far as like East because it was essentially the fucking uh, was that Cleveland the last team. Time Miami was good at anything. Problem. <laughs> <laughs> Miami just Let's overall see, they, won, they won the Super Bowl in 1972. They haven't won shit since. They still have a dolphin, so that gives you kind of an idea of where they're credit. So I'm just sitting here going, like, I, I know, I know we've got people in Florida listening. I'm sorry, I, I spent time in Miami. I don't like the it. hurricanes. I don't. That's like the best thing that comes out. Yes, of Miami. it is Miami. The hur- hurricanes. The juice. Yes. The juice. <laughs> the juice. The OJ. Juice. Yeah, he lives in fucking St. Petersburg or some shit. Yeah. But like he they, they ended up playing the Mavericks and losing. Mavericks. That was, that was the series that I and watched. And like Mark Cuban was bragging and shit. And like mm-hmm. he wasn't really bragging. He was just being an owner. This, yeah, exactly. This is when like uh, Mark Cuban was kind of playing the heel owner. Yeah. But <laughs> if he was the owner of your team, you would love him because he's like, I'm not buying you guys fucking rings. No. You're going to buy your own rings. I'm buying you a fucking car, though. Yeah. Right? yeah. And it's like, yeah, I'll take the car. Like, right. That'll last longer than a fucking ring. Yeah. No, seriously, car versus ring. Fuck and like that. the whole thing, like how they lost, too, was fucked up because they kept doing like fundamental basketball against LeBron. He didn't understand. Like, <laughs> How to beat that? Because he was always going down the lane, you know, slam dunking it. He was he was just kind of like just pure, just athletics, and you know, kind of like how Rodman would play. And that don't work when you're playing someone like Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk Nowitzki, yeah. He's like doing like Steve Nash type shit, and he's just passing the ball. He's Mm -hmm. looking you dead in the dead in the face, and like passing the ball, and then that dude scores a three, and you're just like, God damn it! (laughs) Now I know how Kate feels. (laughs) 
listening to us talk music. I was like, oh, yeah. this is how it feels. Yeah, sports ball. Yay. <laughs> sports guy. Yeah. I haven't watched any sports all year. I even missed the fucking uh, Super Bowl this year. I didn't watch it. I was busy. Yeah. You showed an interesting uh, Super Bowl commercial, though. Yeah, we watched the one with the Boston Dynamics where they, they've got... Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, they've got robot dogs and shit dun, dun, like that dun, dun, now dun, dun, that, will, that are like legitimately patrolling like the Mexican border and everything now, too. Yeah, because, you know, who needs... We got real robots in Canada. Real robots in Canada, Canada. you say? Yeah, Boston. Right there. <laughs> nah, Skynet's going to kill us all, though. <laughs> well, that's just, you know, step one. If this isn't already like step 20 or whatever yeah. the fuck. I remember watching that show. I think I showed it to you, the uh, conspiracy animated show. Yes. Yeah, yes. And she's like, she builds this artificial. What's it called? Uh, it's on Netflix. Yeah, uh, fuck. And like the, one of the villains is used in a meme every so often. Yeah. Um, the one that gets captured. I don't want to spoil things, but yeah. the one that's like captured and then has a plot with a certain DVD set. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's, it's. It's just a conspiracy thing, making fun of conspiracies yeah. or conspiracies. And I love it because it's, it's fucking hilarious. I need to watch that. But uh, she builds this AI robot. And she's like, I made a robot president. Fuck you, Boston Dynamics. <laughs> 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 Look at that shit. He about destroyed the world. Fuck y'all. <laughs> they also had like the crypto commercial. Like that's how mainstream crypto is now that you got fucking LeBron James and fucking crypto commercials. Of with course the fucking, he's in that shit. With the Disney fucking reverse aged face yeah. on uh, his like younger self that he's talking to. Yeah. He should make one where it's like, oh, so uh, Chinese slavery is cool now. <laughs> <laughs> they got suicide nets and everything, man. So they don't chuck their bodies off the fucking top of top. Yay, China. <laughs> they just hurt their legs now. Yeah, they just hurt their legs now. And then we hurt their legs. <laughs> we haven't changed our policies at all we just keep them from no. dying no you want nikes to be comfortable or not <laughs> yeah, more, like, more or less affordable <laughs> so, so i was fucking with my boss because he, he wears pumas right uh-huh. and uh he, he has really nice shoes and yeah. pumas are some of the nicest shoes you can buy yeah. and i was like I, you know nazis created pumas <laughs> <You just defined. laughs> and, like i told him that and he's like what i was just like yeah so like puma it was a german company that was named something else and then the 36 olympics happened and jesse owens needed shoes because somebody stole his fucking shoes just like they did Jim Thorpe back in like the turn of the century right there's <laughs> a little history lesson kids <laughs> so two guys owned a poop owned what was Puma alright one guy's like I'm not giving that black dude in so many German words in so shoes. many German words <laughs> <laughs> shoes and the other guy's like well no you don't understand it's the Olympics we're hosting the Olympics you know it's a prideful thing you know? yeah I'm gonna give him some fucking shoes so he's like no dude fuck you dude if you do that I'm buying, you know, I'm just fucking kicking you out of the company. And that dude went to America later on and created Adidas. Oh, shit. Nice. <laughs> so, Adidas and Puma. And I was just like, those are Nazi shoes. I'm surprised you're not walking around here drinking Fanta. Nazi Coke. It's like, my, uh, my, uh, Ditas. <laughs> That's the only part that wasn't in Anna Jacobs's book about pa- Operation Paperclip that Nazis the had shoes. Fanta. <laughs> yeah. There's, an, there's, a, uh, there's a sign I used to have uh, that I fa- bought at a gun show. <laughs> and it was an SS Nazi drinking a Fanta. Wow. This was like, that's fucking real because Coke wasn't allowed to sell to Nazis. Right. So they, their factories over there, they get, they're like orange orange flavoring and grape flavoring, so they made Fanta. Yeah, yeah. That's Nazi, that's, that's, Nazi Coke. That's history. Yeah, Nazi Coke. <laughs> yeah. We went to the moon with the Nazis. 
oh my god we did so many cool shit i'm alive because of nazis we got lsd because of the nazis yeah, it was like alan dulles created the cia <laughs> yeah, what, what is this turning into are we like we go from lebron james to <laughs> nazi code no i'm just sitting here going like, pro-fascist <laughs> talk secret hitler secret hitler <laughs> i'm wagging my fingers yeah, so that's why i'm sitting here going i was like wait was like, are, are we glorifying or yeah. shaming like it's really getting <laughs> we're just saying it happened <laughs> we're glorifying the cool shit america has <laughs> Because we, we don't care about Nazis. We don't care about how it got here. We really don't give a shit. This is why you don't watch the sausage being made kind of situation. Yes. Like, you guys like space, right? Right. Okay. You think a lot cool? of people had to die to get there. Yeah. But hey, we landed on the moon. Yeah. I just wanted to talk we're about gonna robots. A, we're yeah. going to launch a rocket accidentally into the moon. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard about that in the fucking news. No. <laughs> oh, a fucking... Nobody uh, gives a shit about that anymore. No, man. Fuck, a, a, a rocket got loose. One of those uh, Falcon rockets. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard pop, about that one. Popped loose, and now it's heading directly through the moon. Yep. It's going to bounce off that one. Wasn't it like one of Elon's rockets or yeah, something? Yeah, one of the Falcon 5. Yeah. yeah. I saw a Jim Gaffigan bit where he says, uh, who's your favorite billionaire pretend astronaut? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. There's so many. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just love the justification people make because it's like... Uh, there was a me- a set of memes and it was you know Jeff Bezos bought the Washington Post second fucking like two weeks later are billionaires that bad and yeah like, this, <laughs> why, why private space travel could work for America it's just like oh, god damn it <laughs> just put a bullet in your fucking mouth and they put the whole opinion part on it but no one uh-huh. reads that part no, no. <laughs> I read it in the Washington Post and it's just like Yes, that is not fact. Yeah, that's <laughs> not opinion at all. Yeah. <laughs> not biased. But no, we were talking about um, travels and stuff like that, and you asked us about our Atlanta trip uh, yeah. recently. How was that? Did it was cool. any robots or anything? No, no, no robots. No, no robots. <laughs> we actually made two Atlanta trips recently. Uh, one for was for the uh, Down South Showdown. Shit, we go like once a month, it feels like now at this point. Got, yeah, I, now if, you have been. I have been for the last year. Now you've just been coming along a lot more. Pretty much. <laughs> so now it's just like, yeah, this is how much time I've been spending down there. <laughs> it's always just little five points for the most part. Yeah, yeah. which is that's about all you need if you're in the if you're a, into the arts and stuff. But no, Down South Showdown rocked. Of course, called I call it Friday and Saturday. You call it Saturday. Yeah, and. um Unfortunately, a bunch of bands had to pull out due to like COVID stuff. Like Ravagers wasn't able to play. Um, then uh, Dino's Boys couldn't play. I was yeah. really looking forward to that, and their drummer couldn't make it. You know, because fucking drummers. Yeah, everyone was going through drummer issues, and probably the biggest takeaway from all of it was when Wildlife played. They had Joey O'Brien from Biters and Your Solo Material, and insert band here, Rambler. Yeah, <laughs> you know, a ton of other bands. He actually played that night, and later on, I was able to talk with him, and he was like, "Yeah, I had two days of practice with them." <laughs> but it's like he nailed it. He sounded just like the record. Yeah, it was really solid. And that's one of those deals where it's just like, ah, oh, even Wildlife have to has to scramble for drummers. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> but no, th- that w- those were really fun shows, and it was. It was weird because like so many people, like I talked with uh, Riley, talked with Bina, a good handful of folks that like this was like their first big show they had gone to since lockdown, mm-hmm. and how everyone was kind of like walking around trying to figure out how to like be social again because it's like the people I noticed that were usually like the big new so- person. How are you? Yeah, yeah <laughs> kind much. Kind Dude, of. That's and, how it was at Snug Harper like last year when uh, there was like a big show going on well, it's over not like, there. It's not like everybody's wearing like flags or something to tell you what they're about so yeah, it's like when you walk right. up on one fucker you're like how f- how long were you locked behind that door listening to some weird 
fucking right. conspiracy what kind podcast. Of, yeah, what kind of, what was your entertainment in your uh, time in quarantine? <laughs> about, hey man, I saw Fast Eddie live two weeks ago, blah, blah, blah. Then it's like, man, I saw the Ravagers, you know, this and that conversation just evolves into, so birds aren't real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh cool, now now I know when I walk the fuck away from you. Because unlike Nazis who wear like flags on their fucking hands on, let me you, tell you, no one has a tattoo saying, I am fucking crazy. <laughs> tattooed across their fucking neck. Let me tell you how Donald Trump's trying to kill all the pedophiles. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to talk about, you know, Prince. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just like so just, we're kind of at an impasse. Yeah. And, and the other thing that was happening a lot, too, with that show was a lot of, wait, do I know you? No, but we follow each other on Instagram. Oh, shit. Because, again, during quarantine, How everyone is... stupid is that? Well, it's like everyone's, like, following new people during quarantine. You're stuck at home, so you're just, like, making new connections. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I can follow, follow, add, add, all the live streams. Oh, you know, becoming better friends with people, sharing stuff. So it's like you're making a lot more online connections during quarantine. It's like meeting your so pen pal. Yes, Kinda. exactly. So it's like when you finally meet in person, it's like... Alex, oh shit! Hey, it's you! I yeah. didn't know you were gonna come out tonight. Oh my god! Hey, yeah, <laughs> it's like great that. to see. You. Let me show you my uh, robot bird collection. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but then it always turns into like the yeah, yeah, and then you talk for like two minutes, and then you're just kind of like standing there because again, you haven't had social interactions yeah. in like two years, and you're like, big ghost, huh? <laughs> and it's like, and it's like both of us were like, we've forgotten how to human. It's like, yeah, we have. <laughs> it's like cool. Well. It's really good to see you. They're like, yeah, me too. I'm like, cool. Everybody, everybody realizing they're introverts and going yes, outside. Pretty much. Yes. Every creative is a fucking introvert in I a lot like of ways. I don't like any of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like all the introverts got really comfortable with like staying at home and hanging out and texting and, you know, just checking in when we can and doing this shit. And now it's like. Imagine that's the same vibe of being in like a Waffle House when you're snowed in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, what, uh, where are you from? Uh. Not here. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see that Tarantino movie. It's like a hateful eight, but in a Waffle House during a blizzard. Snowden. Billy Crash. Snowden. Bam. Yeah. Snowden. The Waffle House is my favorite Panic at the Disco record. Yep. It's <laughs> a fucking Christmas ditty. <laughs> I walked in saying that bacon is burnt to shit. Or whatever the fucking song goes. I don't know. Yet you know more on Panic the Disco than I do. I just like making I was surrounded by all that shit in high school. I was school. too, but I blocked it out. I was like, well, now you don't have to worry about that. They're just burning that shit <laughs> in your home state. In my home state, they're just burning panic. They're burning books and Panic at the Disco records. Yep. And Woo! Good old Rocky Town. <laughs> and another really good band that was playing the showdown was uh, Bad Mother, which uh, now has Duncan Morrow on guitar. And Duncan's so great. <laughs> it, it made the band like really fucking good because he's a good showman, but a good guitarist. And it's like, and Jerry's already a good guitarist too. And it's like, just everything. Not Jerry. Um, yeah, it's the singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, everything put together, it just really fucking worked. I, and it felt like he had a new band altogether. And guess who was on drums? Joey. Joey. <laughs> so it's like that dude has like a new band. Like anytime he goes out, like I, I think it was March of 2020, he wanted me to play bass for him for a little bit, but then uh, nobody's. You know, they canceled everything again and they locked down everything again. So that didn't happen. So yeah. it's like he has players in Chicago and he has players in the Carolinas in between yeah. Duncan and uh, my friend Cody mm-hmm. uh, there for a minute, too. But I don't know. He doesn't do like full scale 
scale tours or anything like that. My no, knowledge, he, he just kind of does shows here and there. Yeah, and uh, Brad Marino, he wanted to play in t- uh, two nights in a row, yeah. mainly because again, so many bands dropped off. They're like, "You want to play a second night? Open it up again?" He's like, "Yeah, sure. Why the fuck not?" Yeah, <laughs> Brad Marino's cool. He's got a really good uh, pop, power pop record out right now through uh, through Spaghetti Town. I'll do a little plug for them too. Yeah, but yeah, no, just really good. It's awesome being able to catch up with everyone again, even though like literally everyone was being like socially awkward aside from like folks that like know each other for years and years but like everyone that kind of like made connections at like the last showdown like that are like showing back up again at this one and we're just like you were here last time right yeah yeah cool cool <laughs> and it's like we want to talk but we don't know what to say <laughs> i don't know like kate kept getting hit on by like older like cougar chicks there and then i kept getting told i look sexy by dudes and bands <laughs> oh, I was too, dude. because again it's like you know it's, oh actually over since the last time we recorded it's like i've been growing my hair out i shaved i did all that stuff and it's just like almost every dude i know and almost every guy in fast eddie they were like walking up to me they're like dude I really like the hair. I'm really liking the new look. And like Michael was like, dude, you look sexy as shit, man. I'm just like, no girl, right. no girls, but <laughs> it, it, it wasn't coming from like a homo side, but just like dudes gassing up dudes, just being like, I like the look, man. Keep it up. That works. That kind of thing. And it's just mm-hmm. like, cool. And yeah, I've had more guys be like, this is a cool look for you, man. Yeah, hell, you even heard it last night or the other night when we were at Skylark. Uh, all those guys Fucking, were hanging around uh, and, you, and I was like, I'm surprised you recognize me. I said, I shaved. Yeah. And you had the He's like, yeah, yeah, this is a much better vibe for you, man. (laughs) It's like, again, dudes are the ones being like, yeah, this works. (laughs) Skylark was wild the other night, too. Speaking of Duncan, he's got a great, he does uh, one uh, man band things that are, uh, he does a one band, a one man band set. There you go. There it is. Yeah, try saying that 10 times in a row. But he's got like a kick drum and like a little hi-hat cymbal that he uses, Mm -hmm. that he plays with his feet. While he's playing, uh, like he's blues. got like a snare with a pedal connected to it. Yeah, and he's got uh, like a, an open tuning guitar that he plays like blue stuff on with like a guitar amp and a bass amp as uh, you know that he's a being together. So basically, it's like a, a busker. Yeah, kind of. So, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, a professional yeah. busker style type plan, but it's like one man band. It's like really cool, like grooves that we were supposed to do an episode with them after that show. We but were, it was like two o'clock in the fucking morning. <laughs> yeah, we, it's like we had full intentions of that. We were just like, yo, after the show, let's just come back to the house. We'll record a drunken podcast. You know, we'll just cut the shit. You know, or, uh, talk shit and do it because he loves last podcast on the left. He's like, I've got some shit to talk about. And I'm like, oh really? <laughs> and, and he got like, and I don't want to spoil anything, but it's like he gave me a few little. Little short uh, options. I'm like, oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah, let's let's go down that rabbit hole. So we, we we've talked about it before of your phones listening, yeah, to what the fuck you look up and all that shit. I had typed in the Anunnaki thing right <laughs> a while back because you because I was going to be on an episode and we were going to talk about it because we're doing the uh, cryptid podcast. Yes. Um, so, and honestly, I think at this point, not to trail off too far, I think um, the cryptid and the um, the Godzilla stuff, I think we all just keep that under the same feed. I'll yeah. just title it like the special edition episodes. Yeah. Um, because you know, me and Cap are having a ball doing the Godzilla stuff. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, we need more people for the cryptid one. But anyway, I typed in the Anunnaki thing. <laughs> so, and just, just, just to you know, re-up of whatever that bullshit is. And... Then I started getting the commercials in between the YouTube videos, and it's the Spanish dude talking about the I fucking get Spanish ads too. You get those too, and it's all like Spanish conspiracy, fake history bullshit. Yes. And it's just like, well, and the Spanish Chromebook, yeah, Spanish Chromebook, yes, yeah, and like, and it's and it's always that dude. 
who's speaking like broken English, talking about the Atlanteans and the fucking Anunnaki and the Sumerians. And then... Who if, are the rulers? <laughs> if it's And guess his commercials are about 20 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if you realize that. But then it's that one or the Crypto.com... LeBron James? No, no, no. no it's the, it's the .com uh, cryptocurrency website. Yeah, Crypto.com. Crypto.com. And I'm just like, how? How did, I, how did I end up like this? Because you wanted to it's look. the algorithm, it's, man. It's the algorithm. That's what you yeah. get for uh, trying to learn about the truth. My algorithm is fucking horror movie reviews yeah. and cooking shit. And then all of a sudden, it's the fucking Anunnaki. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> Boo. Boo, you two. Your algorithm is fucked. Who Show really? me tits. <laughs> Who really killed Princess Die? A car. Yeah. A, a car. Fucking did car. It. A fucking car. But who drove the car, Chris? Goddamn Anunnaki, apparently. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ancient civilization of aliens, honestly. She knew too much. Yeah. She kept asking Michael Jackson to play Dirty Diana all the time, and she. <laughs> fucking the Queen of England had her killed. <laughs> I want to see that, like Michael Jackson. That's actually a, that true, is sto- a true story. That is a true oh, story. I did not Michael know Michael Jackson came to perform for the Royal Family, and they, they're and doing he, the whole meet and greet, and she's like, hey. Well, he initially took the song out yeah, of the set. Yeah, he took the song out of the set. Because he, he, because he knew Princess Diana was going to be there, and playing a song called Dirty Diana felt a little disrespectful. You that know? was her favorite song, though. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, fuck. She's like, fuck <laughs> yeah. I want to Dirty Diana. It's like, there's, I'm fucking I don't think Diana, Princess Diana. Uh, Princess Diana was the drunk was, chick in the bar. Was that some drunk valley girl from the 80s? <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's quite. Yeah, good. bitch. But, yeah. but no, there's actually like semi. <laughs> there's actual like semi video yeah, of her. it happening. Like you, you don't, you can't hear the audio. But like the, I, I think Chris and I saw the same video. Yeah. Um, you've got uh, someone talking about it, or actually, you've got Michael talking about it, and there's like showing the video clip of like Princess Diana meeting him and like leaning in a little. And bit. then you see her kind of lean in, and he says that she goes. Are you playing Dirty Diana tonight? And he's like, Oh no, 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 I, I couldn't, I couldn't. She's like, Well, that's my favorite song. <laughs> and, that's and, my jam, bro. Yeah, but but yeah. it was said kind of like in a come on, Michael, do the song. <laughs> and then like who Harry was it? Prince no, Harry. It's, um Prince Charles. Charles walks up and is just like, What are y'all talking about? And nothing, you like you in the video, you literally sit here being like, Oh, nothing. Like that as they walk away, being like very dismissive, like oh last you man. Was like, she's always talking about something, and she's never telling me. Cut the fucking brakes. <laughs> does she sing it to her? Like uh, does Michael sing it to her? Like uh, Marilyn Monroe to no, John F. To JFK. <laughs> Dirty Diane. <laughs> Fuck you, Charles. I got your bitch. <laughs> but uh, no, that was that was a funny little. Uh, that was a funny thing to watch, though, because you kind of get that vibe of them like leaning in. It's like, oh, she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> both of them. They're both dead. <laughs> yep. Dead or in hell. Yep. <laughs> All right, Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Down South Showdown was great. And then uh, last weekend, uh, we went down back to Atlanta because uh, Tuck was playing a show with uh, Amy Darling over mm-hmm. at uh, The Earl. Yeah. And uh, that was a real fun one. Real low stress. It was really, really just fun night. Like, some of the shows can just be kind of stressful depending on, like, venue setups or, you know, the way the whole day is kind of run. Because, hell, Cap and I even know a, a stressful car ride to the venue can still cause a stressful venue situation, mm-hmm. whether it be traffic or, you know, XYZ. So it's like, you know, just it was just a very low stress show. Everyone played fantastic. First time getting to see Amy Darling, and she rocked. 
out. Yeah, she kind of has like a Mick Jagger meets uh, Janis Joplin kind of thing going oh, yeah. on, where she like does like the she even does like the Tina Turner dances on stage and everything too. And uh, the guitar players kind of do like the whole Rolling Stones thing. And she has a keyboard player that plays like the Stevie Wonder clavinet, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's like a cool little stew of like all the cool little aspects of seventies rock all blended together. Is she doing just the like, whole ah. like Stevie Wonder like looking around? <laughs> <laughs> Because he's blind as fuck, right? <laughs> but no, they they rocked, and um, and Tux Band was on point really, uh, really well too. Got some good video from all that. I heard there was a something about Stevie Wonder too, the um, some type of biopic about him coming out. Well, I haven't heard anything else. Much Everybody's getting a biopic. Yeah, everybody sold their rights. We'll get uh, <laughs> I would love to whoever. Cast, I would love if, if if they could do it, make it like an Adam McKay style movie. But, Shit. but I would love him to get the cast of Always Sunny to do a Fleetwood Mac movie. See, I would love Adam McKay. Oh my god! I was, my my brain Who's was going to go to my brain was going to go to like the Casablanca uh, disco label that Kiss was on, and yeah. all the weird parties that that studio was. Or that, that could label be that was. could be one of those movies like inspired by mm-hmm. instead of an actual story because people would be like uh, Mosses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like through the Adam McKay lens, I think that could be pretty fun. I think he, a Fleetwood he, Mac he, story he does like make that would really be really compelling movies because like Vice. I don't know if you guys watched that. That was like With, out of the blue, fucking phenomenon. Like it was a great do, movie. Do, 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 do. Christian Bale as uh, Dick Cheney. Yeah. <laughs> I just love how they can, they they, uh, they made him aggressive but not villainous. Yeah, they you made know? they made him a. Uh, like a Doctor Doom villain. <laughs> I mean, like well, he does like, have that like, vibe. He has a vibe of a villain. But right. They make it. They get. You know, he's sympathetic in the beginning, and it's nice. It's like okay, he's he's just a dude from Wyoming. Right. Like he is just a dude, a hard partying dude from Wyoming, uh, who who drinks all the time and gets into fights and built shit. Built like a brick shit house. Yes, because he's built like a fucking football player. Yep. And he's a big dude. And then his wife's like, "You need to chill the fuck out. We need to do something else with your fucking life." And he becomes a fucking senator. <laughs> yeah. At like twenty something. Yeah. Yeah. He's the shit. And then you realize, oh shit, I'm rooting for Dick Cheney now. God damn it. I know it. It's great filmmaking. Yeah, it's compelling filmmaking when you're rooting for the worst vice president of all time. It's like watching Sopranos. You're rooting for these pieces of shit characters. Why would I root for this guy? He he beat a man in front of his kids. (laughs) Go, Tony. Go, Tony. Why do I hate his wife when she's making logical points? Yeah. Oh, wait, because she's a dumb hua. (laughs) I just passed that mark. My parents, parents, you know, they rewatch the Sopranos. They uh-huh. just passed the mark of Ralph Cifaretto. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and him killing that hua. The hua. When he beats him to death with a fucking frying pan. Right. <laughs> I still still think my favorite kill scene is, uh, I don't know if it was a kill scene or that he uh, wound up killing the guy with it, but when Tony takes a fucking big mouth Billy Bass and just whacks this dude on the head with oh, it. Oh, God. I know who you're talking about because uh, it was the bartender. It was the bartender yeah. of the strip club because he's like, hey, Tony, this thing's fucking hilarious. And every time he sees the fish. Like, oh, look at this fucking fish. Because oh. like, it, it reminded him of this weird. Because there's a point where he has this weird dream about fish, yeah, talk, and then he kills big pussy uh, Bob and Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I remember watching that, going, "What a dated fucking reference that is." The big mouth Billy Bass. <laughs> I like the Lady Gaga and Billy Bass. That's someone wired up. Have you seen those? Yes. Oh, yeah. God. He's like ma 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 ma. I just love that shit. I love it when you guys take something older like that mm-hmm. and just redo it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit, that was like. I remember like grandma, my grandma having like three of those. I remember somebody saw well, like I don't know if you guys you probably heard about it, but the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, I watched it with uh, was Doctor Dre. Doctor Dre. Eminem, it was basically fucking uh, eight, <laughs> Death Row eight, with yeah, Mary Death Row J. Records. Blige. Yeah, it was Death Row Records. Because <laughs> Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg purchased it finally. Yep. He bought it out. Bieber was there, I think, too. No, nah, Bieber. No, what? No, I thought he was. Nah. It was Fifty Cent. 
It was 50 Cent. Eminem? <laughs> yeah. Eminem. It was an all rap. It, it was, was all rap. It was yeah. all like 1999 through 2001. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, rappers uh, and R&B guys. And then... Uh, I was like, and then Kendrick Lamar was on it too. Yeah, and then I saw uh, the posted online. Someone's like, "Well, what's the next one going to be?" And someone's like, "Garth Brooks, Reba McIntyre." Yes, and I played. <laughs> I saw something where like uh, Leanne Rhymes. Fuck it. <laughs> I saw something that was making fun of Fifty Cent because he gained a little bit of weight. You know, well, he, he he's got, getting older. He's getting but, bigger. But not just that. He had he had, he had got sick. Yeah, remember? I don't know if you guys remember that he got sick real bad. He mm-hmm. got real thin, and like he he, he was probably well. That was to... for a role he was doing in a yeah, movie, but he, he couldn't gain the weight back. That mm. was the issue he was having. He thought he had sickle cell anemia because he he when he would drop that weight, he couldn't you know get it back. Oh and wow, he was a okay. big guy. He was a yeah. big he was exercise guy. Like a yeah, yeah. Like when he when he started, he was big into exercise and everything like that, and he couldn't put the weight back on. And they thought something was wrong with him. But now now they're fucking with him because he's fat. I'm just like you can't please nobody in this fucking <laughs> no, world. Man. No, man can't. I, no, you I, tell him quarter dollar. <laughs> <laughs> now I saw one that was making fun of him where it's like uh, you know inflation is bad when fifty cent went up to a buck fifty. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, a looks, good one. He looks like Mac from fuck the the fat season, where he's just well, gained mass. All right, so is this, since it's the second time we brought up Always Sunny, we have competition now. Oh yeah, those motherfuckers have started a podcast about their own show. Their podcast. I don't know if you've. Oh yeah, to I've it. seen that. Have I have. It? Yeah, it just sounds like regret. I love it though. <laughs> it sounds like regret. It's all just did us. Here's like, all the worst. That was the worst thing we've ever done with our lives. Worst shit we've done. Every, every other episode, he's just like, my God, we've done something <laughs> terrible. It's like, no, dude. We did something. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, right. We're yeah, Charlie's shit always together. just like, I don't know. We all decided to do this. Yeah, we were all cool <laughs> about buying that monkey. <laughs> like, and over like the stupidest things, because one of the clips I remember them talking on, it was... Uh, the gunshot? Yes. And, and <laughs> he's, just, he's just like, that's the stupidest thing. He's just like, oh, no, I think that was pretty funny. He's just like, Charlie no. Day's having a blast. He's like, man, yeah, the gunshot thing was great. And Dennis is just like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> it is, that was dangerous as fuck. <laughs> Because we're all sitting, we're all sitting in a round table, going like, "I'm glad we're all going to hell together." Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no. So now we have always sunny competition from the own dudes. Yep. <laughs> right as we start not, doing our retrospective, I like how they, leave they do Sweet their D own. Out. I love how they just leave Sweet D out. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> just for no reason. Again, <laughs> again. Sweet D comes on the podcast, and Sweet D ruins the podcast. <laughs> and I find it funny because. Um, one of their most recent episodes, they were taking like live callers. Like they just all sent out tweets and was just like, fuck it. Let's just see who calls a number that we tell them to call, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. And, um, it, someone asked her like, well, how much of your true personalities kind of come through in the characters? And all of them went, well, I would say not really any. And I'm sitting here going, bullshit. <laughs> I've listened to a good handful of these episodes. And unless you just, you're like, you just getting in like, you know, turning on for a microphone, you. I don't know. I'm catching some Dennis and Charlie right about now. Yeah. <laughs> like Mac is, is always kind of floated in between, so he just kind of works just talking. You know, he, he's a lot more intelligent than his. You know what his character is? Uh, McAlfie, I think his name uh, is Rob McElney. Yeah. yeah, I can never pronounce. Yeah, his of name course either. he's a lot more intelligent than what Mac is. So it's just it sounds like a smart Mac talking essentially, but. I don't know. Is Danny DeVito on these uh, episodes too? No, he's not. At least not yet. yet. Not yet. yet. (laughs) He'll be on for like one or two or something like that. I I wouldn't be shocked if he didn't show up for a few. Doing a show. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But the thing is, is I also see him being like super professional on there and be like, yeah, yeah, this this is nice to be on because I've seen him like on talk shows where he's just all smiles and giggles. He's just like totally into it. I can see him just. Yeah, I can just (laughs) totally see him showing up and being just like, yeah, yeah, what's up. 
then not being Frank at all. Um, Dennis. Dennis is always like seems like a voice of reason, mm-hmm. like in the back back yeah. end part. Because even though he's a psychopath in the in the show, he's just like. Yeah, maybe we should do that. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe we shouldn't put a firecracker in a dumpster, but for like all the wrong reasons at yeah. the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll we'll get back on our always sunny retrospective because they're, they're doing an episode per episode, or we're doing a season per episode, but they're doing like episode per episode, and I'm just like, whoo, y'all gonna be doing this for a while, ain't you? <laughs> yeah, probably just do it for the season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got a. Well, tr- they're talking about the first season. Oh, okay. They're they're already starting with the first season. Well, and I'm just like, content then. Yeah, I'm just like interesting. Okay, Charlie's got a new movie coming out that I saw a trailer for, but I can't think of what it's called. Yeah, I can't either. Um, I do find it funny that like his name is Charlie <laughs> in real life and Charlie in the Day. show. So it's kind of like, it's like Charlie Sheen. He was always Charlie yep. in every TV show and movie he was in too. It's like uh, um, I was watching a thing. It was, the, it was an interview with the girl who plays the coffee girl. Like, yeah, the yeah, waitress. Yeah. His wife. waitress. His wife. Charlie Day's wife. And she was talking about how she met Charlie and how like just by happenstance that whole thing happened. She said he won an arm wrestling thing to meet her, like to, to go <laughs> ask her out. And she's like, he didn't, he didn't win that. <laughs> He's weak. <laughs> like, I'm just like, you bitch. <laughs> that's why he cusses you all the time. <laughs> that's why this dentist cuss you the fuck out all the time. <laughs> so, what's her real name? Doesn't matter. It's the waitress. It's the waitress. It's the waitress. That's all yeah. it is. I wonder how many times that happens if she's just walking down the straight street where she's like trying to get a, call, a coffee or something like that, and she goes like, "Oh, you're the waitress. I'll take a coffee." <laughs> my name's like <laughs> my name's Becky. Shut up, or whatever yeah. her name is. <laughs> but uh, what do you think of you know speaking of you know shows in review? That we yes, did, I know we had talked about doing a review of uh, Futurama, mm-hmm. and I know they're coming back. What do you guys think about that? I'm excited. Well, it's, well we okay. got to see what's going on with uh, Bender first. Yeah, so let, let's tackle that one first. Um, the voice of Bender. Um, John DiMaggio. John DiMaggio. DiMaggio, DiMaggio, DiMaggio. I always think of the, the Peanuts thing. Yeah. That when they, I know, when, when they the baseball write, player. Yes, for Joe DiMaggio. There was an ongoing thing where the kids would write to Joe DiMaggio. And in their inner dialogue when they're this. writing, it was, Joe DiMaggio, DiMaggio, DiMaggio. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I always think that when I him but yeah he's yet to sign back on which i don't know let's let's tackle that one first what do you guys think on it could could anyone voice bender could they recast it or would they just not have bender in the show i think it's a lose-lose either way i think i think they shouldn't bring it back at all really no they ended it too well I, that was, okay well then let's go ahead and move on to the second one they kind of made it to where they couldn't continue because yeah. the the final true ending spoilers for Cap because I know you've started the series I, but it, I mean they've ended it like twice but this is I, like the, this so many the, fucking this seasons this of would it be too. the fourth time if they break it back this would be the fourth time yeah. yeah so the final final ending which I think is the best one so far because one of the endings was the clarinet scene the yeah. love clarinet thing and that was really sweet but mm-hmm. that was a nice little wrap up this was a perfect ending. Uh, they they're going through this crazy thing through the whole episode where like you can fast forward and rewind time with this remote, and then uh, Fry's falling, Lila's trying to catch him, all this like crazy shit, and then the remote breaks and time freezes, and the only people not affected are Fry and Lila. Aww. Now they have to spend the rest of their lives in a frozen society. So you get like this little two minute montage of them like going and doing all this shit as they grow old. And like right as they're about to die, Professor Farnsworth comes. Uh, or Far- is that what it is? Farnsworth. Farnsworth. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Yeah. Comes through a fucking portal. And he's like, hello, everyone. And he's like, 
dude, what the hell? He says, yes, I figured out how to reinvent time travel, yada, yada, yada. I can get us back to whatever the very first, like, he said it in a way that led it to, like, the first episode of the series kind of thing. He's like, yeah. I can get us back to the date, yada, 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 yada. And they just kind of look at each other like, well, you, you, want, you want to do it all over again? again? And then they kiss, and that's the very end. But so so what, they basically start said it all over again of yes. this new fucking series? Well, so that's the interesting thing. The ending of that episode creates a time loop. Because once they walk through that portal, it's season one, episode one again. In another dimension, maybe. Well, not even. They it's just even, it, 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 it's Futurama time. You can't don't use any other time travel rules. It's Futurama rules here. So once they walk back through that portal. They're just living all their life again. And which was what that comment, they were just like, you know, well, you want to go for a second round? Just being like, you know, we lived our lives. You want to live a life together again? That kind of thing. And then, boom, it's supposed to start back from there. All right. Well, so again, it's weird. They created a time loop with their final episode to where it's like you could watch it in a loop forever. And it continue a version of that story. Now they're going to continue it. Yeah, they would have to be some weird branch timeline or the untold stories of. It, it feels like they're going to have to do some have weird reach, parallel universe kind of shit. Or they just completely ignore it. I could see them doing that too. Because they've been very on the nose about like, you know, good news, everyone. We're back. And they're like. We never went anywhere. And Farnsworth is like, no, we've been not in action. This place, this building hasn't been doing anything for three years. And they're like, yeah, we just haven't had deliveries, but we, we've been here. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. They, they're very on the nose about when they come back. Mm-hmm. I could see them being like, you know, hey, didn't didn't we like kind of and Farnsworth is like, never mind that. <laughs> and, then, and then just completely moving the fuck no. on. <laughs> I'm kind of curious how many like... Uh, gut punchers they're going to put in the new season <laughs> dude every, I, every episode is going to have me going because <laughs> hell even talking about that ending again it's like i was good but it's like i can feel like the very beginnings of it so it's like it's a, it's a good sad ending sweet and sad <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's a good and sweet and sad ending uh, kind of like uh, end of season four of snowfall well and it's also because <laughs> futurama much like south park especially the last you know maybe seven seasons has just been, they were always very good at their writing and character mm-hmm. development to where you actually wanted Fry and Leela to be together at the very end. Mm-hmm. It's like you actually gave a shit about did, their relationship. That, one episode, uh, like two, three episodes where uh, she meets Fry again, but it's not Fry. Mm-hmm. It's the guy who takes care of Norwals. Yeah, but that's that's Fry. Yeah, who can't remember who he is. And I just love that three episode arc, mm-hmm. and it's very good. And, we could probably just do a whole podcast on like the sad episodes of fucking Future. Y'all would have to like dogs after this. <laughs> yeah, y'all would have to send me a list, but that also does not sound fun. <laughs> uh, you like dogs? So this is about abandonment. This is about this. This is about uh, Fry going back in time through a dream machine, watching his mom cry. <laughs> oh yeah, her sons, her good sons. comedy fun for everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why do you watch? It? I love the memes of Future. Yeah. It's like, why does he watch this stupid show and then it just like a freeze frame of certain the dog, the clarinet, the clarinet. The uh, oh, one of the first season, Clancy. Yes, yes. Which one was Clancy? In the Clancy first was his brother. Clancy was his brother, and he uh, raised a son named him after Fry. That's right. And gave him his clover. The, yep. the, the lucky what six leaf mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, seven leaf clover or some shit. And he went to the moon. Yep. And conquered the moon. Conquered the moon. 
Hey, we're about to conquer the moon again. I heard there's going to be like a little space race. Well, there's, the there's already going to be debris put on it, so fuck yeah. it. <laughs> but no, First I, one to catch the rocket. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think they're, if, if all the things line up, I think it could be good. I, but like I said, but like you said, I fully agree. I don't think it needs to come back. It, it wrapped up perfectly. The, like, the, the, they never really faltered. There was like some... There were some weaker seasons mm-hmm. near the end. There was like maybe two seasons that felt a little bit more forgettable. Same thing that happens with every show. I mean, hell, even South Park has had its you know peaks and valleys. You yeah. know, they they've had some ba- bad or not really bad seasons, but some forgettable seasons. But then some you know prime I, gold. You the can't touch Park, those. The thing with South Park was always like social commentary, mm-hmm. and it got to that weird little point around 2016 where yeah. it was we can't keep up. Yeah, yeah. where the where the, the joke we, becomes we, a little too real. Well, not just that, it's like we can't keep up with reality. Like we're making jokes but jokes are happening as we're writing jokes yeah like yeah. we can't keep up with the fucked up situation that's going on <laughs> mm-hmm. like our president basically is a cartoon character we're not going to be able to keep up with it now they did they they did do the whole joke about nostalgia yeah just ruining everything i think this is what this is a nostalgia pool i think it's just you know people being too lazy or if it's not, you know, making the risk to make something new. I know there is a risk when you put out a new movie or something like that, but, you know, they play it safe a lot, like with a new Ghostbusters movie. Everything's they, a franchise now. Yeah, yeah, like, why why is it a franchise? You know, there's no reason for that to exist. This one movie that your parents liked in the yeah. 80s, you know, why make a whole uh, franchise out of that? Yeah, you know, exactly. I never thought, like, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I'd see this many Ghostbusters movies. And, or, that's, and that goes with, you know, a pullback for Beavis and Butthead and King of the Hill. I was just about to say that. So, I so I, to I, a I kinda point, I kind of don't want those. So, well, to a point, I kind of feel bad for these creators. So, let's mm-hmm. use Matt Groening and Mike Judge as perfect examples. So, Mike Judge has tried to do a few other animated shows since Beavis and Butthead. Mm-hmm. Um, Bickleberry, I remember that one. That was Mike um, Judge. Yeah, that was Daniel Tosh too. Yeah, I remember that. I didn't realize that was Mike Judge. Yeah, Mike Judge had a hand in it. He had a few other shows Paradise on Paradise PD, I think, was him. Uh, no, I don't think that was him. Paradise PD was bad. <laughs> I don't think he touched that one. But either way, he's he's had a few like one season things happen on Comedy Central. None of it ever gets picked up. Yeah. Same thing with uh, Matt Groening. He he did that uh, that fantasy kind of D and D Netflix mythical. show. Yeah, yeah. Enchanted. Did, yes, did not do well. The writing was not good. And he's had a few other shows on network TV that had like one or two seasons, nothing. So it's like they're trying to do something new, but it just winds up not hitting. So then all of a sudden, Matt Groening goes. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll we'll do Futurama again, <gasps> and then everyone gives a shit again. Say they with Mike Judge. He's put his hand on so many different little yeah. things, and it's not really popped. And then he went, "All right, we'll do Beavis and Butthead again." <gasps> but like, and then everyone cares. But like you got established creators who you know have their stuff, like Matt Grounding and Mike mm-hmm. Judge. But yeah, you have other creators who are you know trying to blossom out and understand the the risk involved with spending you know millions of dollars on a show that might collapse but fuck at least you tried yes that's the main that's, point that's, you know i want to see something that could be new like like you're like the conspiracy cartoon show yeah. that you're talking about on netflix yeah. and actually another prime which example, is a success actually it's it high, is. Rate, high rating and another really good example is um 
I forget the exact name, but this is going to be close enough. It's like Love, War, and Robots or something mm-hmm. like that. And what it is, it's, it's a collection of shorts. And there's yeah. two seasons of it. And every short is different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it tackles like some random topic. And it'll tell you like right at the beginning, it's like death. And then it'll be like a short. And it, it could span anywhere from like two minutes to, you know, eight minutes. Yeah, I like the one with, uh, was it Topher Grace and Mary Elizabeth Winstead where they have the thing in the freezer? Yes, yes. And it's like they'll have like random like B and C list celebrities or it'll be animation or it but the animation could be hand drawn, 3D. Okay. You know, it just random stuff or like short stories. Like every one of it's different. Some is funny or some are funny. Uh some are very dark and scary. Some have dialogue, some don't. Like every one is very unique and different from the other. What's this one called? It it was like Love War and Robots or something yeah. like that. It but it's a collection of bunch of little short movies and like i said they're twilight zone yeah that's what i made me think of yeah Yeah, twilight zone which is very different art styles for each one whether it be live action animation whatever this was a lot of different directors it's not all written by the same guy Mm -hmm. right like rod serling yep all little self-contained individual stories i've looked that up Mm -hmm. and like i said and some of them are funny like i remember one like there was like kind of like this bubbly 3d kind of corporate-y looking animation of like a character bouncing around town trying to like do different things like go to the store and like he gets tripped you know and just like other random just bullshit happens to him and it's like it ends and so it's like some of them are just kind of cute and funny but others are just like holy fuck this is dark (laughs) (laughs) much like the twilight zone so it's like that's a perfect example (laughs) of them giving a whole lot of independent artists a huge platform to show off their art and it paid off it reminds me of the um, the horror anthologies VHS yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, VHS was you know horror anthology creep show yep Stephen Mm -hmm. King George Romero Sam Raimi I think popped in the second one but like you know it it's those guys though were had establishments though that yeah. that was the thing yeah um, but I would love to see more of like Ty West uh, all, uh, Aster mm-hmm. Ari Aster who did uh, Hereditary Ty West did uh, House of the Devil shit like that I would just love to see those guys get their hands on like let's say a horror television show oh yeah but like something that isn't established like. Not like a franchise like King Kong or Frankenstein or Dracula. I'm talking okay. about just something new. Yeah. Like a malignant. brand new idea. Yeah, nothing like Malignant where it's karate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this beast knows the blood sport. Yes. <laughs> he fought in the Kumite. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, God damn. That, I, was, I could do a whole fucking episode about that movie. I know it. With, with Paul and probably Hammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to talk about that batshit fucking movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how you pulled those actors to be in that movie? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I just I just want to see a little bit more. You know, you were talking about Brickleberry. That was a pull. Mm-hmm. You know, that was an independent. You know, thing. There are and Netflix will do it. Netflix will burn a dollar so goddamn fast. <laughs> hey, like fourteen subscribers, Paul paid for this whole fucking show. Like, <laughs> like that's all it is. <laughs> but um, I know HBO is kind of playing it a little close to the chest with some of their stuff. Mm-hmm. So is Paramount. Yeah. So like. HBO, you know, they got Succession going on right now, which is a big, you know, oh, it sucks being rich kind of show, which I fucking hate. <laughs> it's like all oh, the plot, the, uh, the the 
the shittiness of being a billionaire. I'm just like, Ugh. it's like money can't buy happiness. But Nobody can buy a person to give you happiness. That's yeah. what I'm about to say. <laughs> I was like, it'll buy you a boat big enough to park next to it. Yeah. <laughs> money won't buy you happiness, but it'll buy you someone to sleep next to for the night. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, what is reality? <laughs> Meanwhile, there's that show. You are not God. The machine is. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's that show Billions, which is the exact opposite. Yes, well, it's awesome to be a fucking billionaire. Yeah, fuck it's like people. Gordon Gecko as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what. What SEC? You mean that pussy over there? Yeah. Actually, all this ties together. I threw out a Brendan Lee Mulligan from a Dropout reference. Well, we watched an episode of um, um, Game Changer. No, the, it was, uh, the uh, other um, one. Actually. Um, actually. Oh, yeah. We watched an episode of that last night. And, oh, he's a beast on that shit. Oh, yeah. And it was a Scrooge McDuck question. Yeah. And it's, you know, how they kind of discussed the topic afterward. And they were like... He's the second richest fictional character. Well, well, Brennan brings up because... Have you guys like rewatched a lot of media from like the eighties and nineties? He oh, goes, yeah. he says, we we weren't on. He's like, we were kind of on the fringe of like figuring things out. But like this show was like, look at this dude, he's rich, isn't that awesome? Yeah. <laughs> and then like is like, and then it's like, oh, he's not giving his money to his relatives, isn't that cute? This guy's like, <laughs> this guy's a hero. And like, no, Scrooge McDuck is a, a villain. Monster. Yeah, <laughs> he has, he's a miser. Yeah. yeah. Who's ruins the economy. Yeah. <laughs> he devours your money. That's Pretty what he much. does. That's that's what those that's what super rich people do. I had to explain that to somebody at work. I said, Do you know what a miser is? It's Scrooge McDuck. He yep. has a vault that he swims in gold. He's like small for fucking jar from the Hobbit. Yes. All right? <laughs> he, he's a dragon. He's a money dragon. Okay? And that's what that's the problem with it because you know, basically economy means I give you money, you buy something, that money comes back to me in some form. Yeah. That can't happen when you people have misers like that. Can't, that, that can't exist. We have to have cash flow. flow. Yeah, it's about flow. It's about turning the water on. You said he's like the Not, second richest fictional character? Yes. Who's uh, number one? Bruce Wayne? No. Uh, the richest character in all of fiction is... Uh, Hank Hill. Gomez Adams. Is what? Gomez Adams. Gomez Adams. Gomez Adams. Someone, yeah, I, someone, I remember someone breaking that down. Like, it had to do you know, with, like, like... Scrooge McDuck is a... Um, is basically one part under an aristocracy. So all his money, he's already made. I was going to say. He's not continuously making money. He hit the echelon and stopped. Gomez Adams constantly makes money. And What does Gomez do, though? Gomez is an entrepreneur. He invests in everything, like a tire factory or a vulture or vulture aviator. Mm. Just, be, just because, just because. It, it wasn't there like a passing comment on one of the seasons about him getting like a family inheritance from a death, oh goody, yeah. kind of thing. Well, his, family, his family are That's a, a, which is a great Adams family well, like, joke. Yeah, <laughs> you, gotta remember, you gotta remember where the Adams family come from. They're they're descendants of like Charlemagne, uh, fucking Nero, the Caesar Nero. Right. They're they're, they're descendants. Are monstrous. Are I mean, look at the way Gomez dresses. He's the shark. He is a pimp. Yeah, they're all sharp. He and is everything. a pimp. What, they they <laughs> a big <laughs> fucking mansion and yeah. everything too. It's haunted, but. But, but but like that's that's the whole gimmick. His his whole cadre, the Adams family, the extended Adams family, yeah, <laughs> are rich old money monsters. I mean, they, they have a servant. Yeah. Yeah. Who is forever. See, we got a. Uh, he's basically got, a Frankenstein. I was gonna say, yeah, he, it was like a butler he, servant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's he's forever. Yep. <laughs> okay, thing. A slave. Yeah, basically, you will. Was, you, They're not t- paying him. No, but the thing, but thing, uh, yeah, the, the hand. hand. Well, I was but, thinking of Lurch. But too. yeah, Lurch, but Lurch is forever. Right. But like 
the hand itself. It's like, hey, why does that exist? And no one really, you know, it's like a knockback gesture. It's like, yeah. oh, that was just something creepy they did for television. It's like, oh, man, there's a hand in a box. Yeah. <laughs> but then they made the movie, and it's free form, and it's just like, oh, what is that? Oh, no, that's the hand of a cousin who made a deal with the devil himself mm-hmm. to live forever as a hand. See, it's cute. See, it is cute. It's hilarious. <laughs> Wednesday Adams is a fucking smoke show now. <laughs> what a time to be alive. What a time. <laughs> yeah. You're uh, so like you crush uh, your crush's little kid is now your crush is an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I will crush you. <laughs> but like it, that's he is the most original richest fictional character because of what he does with his money. If you remember, he pays his his uh, quarterly taxes with gold. <laughs> if you watch it, he pays it with gold, and then he then he talks about oh no the investments I do, and he's just like <laughs> on his calendar, and he's like next quarter. <laughs> it's just like holy how, how shit! Many, I got see, this figured out. How, how many episodes of the family uh, of Adam's family are there in the original show? Yeah, it's like two seasons. Okay, there's yeah. not a lot of there's not a lot of base content until they made the movie, right? And then they made all the animated stuff, and it, it was it was really fun. Well, I was gonna say uh, for Halloween coming up, starting around like August September, how about we like start watching some of those old Adam's Family episodes, yeah. and then do like an episode or two on it. Adam's Family like, versus the Monsters. Yeah. Oh yeah, because. <laughs> uh, I found out something cool about like old horror because of that show. Mm-hmm. Watching like a, remember A and E used to actually have stuff on there. Yeah, they did, like biographies and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I watched the A and E biography about the making of that show, and everything's pink. Yep, everything. Every uh, that whole house is pink. I didn't know that. They give it a darker look on black and white. Okay, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty like, like if you're into like camera work and stuff like that from back in the day, it's pretty neat to watch. Well, because it all has to do with uh, the color grading. So yeah. when, when you're dealing with black and white uh, film basically is taking the color and trying to closely approximate it to a different hue of gray. Yeah. <laughs> so if you've got a whole lot of flesh toned people and then white backgrounds, you're going to get a lot of washed out. Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to do mm-hmm. something like the Adams family, where you've got like dark and dreary kind of places, well, you've got to light your characters. So you've got to have a darker kind of background. So yeah, they would have like certain pink and like uh, army green type mm-hmm. clothing. And that's why you see some of those old pieces being like, oh, that's like a weird funky color. Well, it's because, yeah, that wasn't supposed to be the color. It was just meant to be black and white. I, do <laughs> talk, like, I, do I talk like, kind of about uh, TV yellow and shit like that. Yep. I like, uh, like there's, it's really making a comeback, the old Adams Family stuff, because uh-huh. people are like redubbing it and shit. Yes. It's like, hey, Lurch, you want to learn how to dance? And she puts on it's, a record, and it's fucking like Kendrick Lamar. It's like, <laughs> she's doing the fucking nitty gritty shit. <laughs> there's a real cool one. There's, a, there's like some weird, uh, almost like horror like rockabilly psycho yeah. wave kind of song and they like synced it up to her dancing to that yeah. and that actually works really cool yeah. uh, but it's like the cramps or some shit yeah, yeah it honestly <laughs> sounds like a modern day cramps kind of thing yeah. but uh, it's just like a little pull from mm-hmm. an old TV series and it, you were talking about the 90s and like how the you know television was going yeah. oh yeah we were figuring shit out we were until it was like the wild wild west of TV yeah. though you know what's weird about it because there was no mom and dads yeah. there was a dad uh-huh. or just a mom that was it. No one had a perfect family except what? for Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and his mom lived a half a country, half the fucking country away in Philly, and they were making that show. I was gonna say, and Sc- it looks terrible. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck was like the uncle or some shit. Yeah, and actually, since we're uh, bringing this up, I tried. I tried to watch Cruella. Oh, yeah? I could uh, not. I haven't tried. But they, no interest. They, they they did the Disney thing. Spoilers: Her parents fucking die. 
And I'm sitting there oh, going, no, they I was make like, her fucking Batman or some shit. They, they make her the fucking like busker loner chick, like because uh, it starts with Disney like Disney wants broken families. They do, yeah. man, because, <laughs> they do. because it's like you know, again, it's all happens like in the first ten or fifteen minutes of the movie. But it's like you know, she grows up this super rich kid. The black and white hair was like a genetic thing, so she always got picked on in it for school. So she's Harley Quinn, almost kind of. She's a sad sack. Yeah. yeah, and then like you know, she always wants to be the fashion designer. She's got you know a really cool you know quirky eye for things. She, they kind know, she's, of gloss over the fact that she may or may not eat puppies. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then they, <laughs> and then it's like you know shows her rebelling against authority, and then eventually getting expelled from school, and then I like, can't remember. Do they show her sister? I don't know. I didn't get that far. Yeah, like cause, I said, because that got, was the whole crux of the well, donations was she was the sister. Oh, of the, the, wife, uh, the, of the wife, wife, yeah, of the couple who owned the fucking puppies. Like, like seriously, it got to. It, I was over at um uh, a friend's house, um um Emily's. Yeah. Uh, I was over at her place, and um it was uh not Emily, uh Liz, Liz, sorry, uh it was over at Liz's place, and uh we we were just like, yeah, fuck it, let's put it on for a minute. It's like we got midway through, it was like, fuck it, let's put on Black Widow instead. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't watched that yet. I watched. Uh, I did watch the newest Disney phenomenon recently, Encanto. What is oh, that? Encanto? Encanto? I thought it was Encanto. It might be Encanto. I don't know. I'm not Hispanic. <laughs> but anyway, another broken family. Yeah. There's no patriarch, just a matriarch who, <laughs> who's, who may or may not have the powers of the devil. No. I haven't watched that. I've been watch, I watched the, uh, the fucking Winter Soldier Tommy Lee series that's on Hulu. <laughs> the Pam and Tom it's all about them and the sex tape and Seth Rogen being the carpenter that put it out on the market internet man it's for porn (laughs) it's kind of like the uh, I, Tanya movie where it's like uh, you know that was a good movie yeah that's a great biopic (laughs) you're telling a great you're you're telling a compelling story with like great performers and a good cast and all that too but it's It's still just a monstrous fucking thing to talk about (laughs) it still is yeah Yeah. hey let's talk about sex tapes this whole movie is and how this just breaks couples and shit like that Not, not like something like I, Tanya where it's the crux of an Olympic sport breaks the human soul. Right. <laughs> and maybe or maybe not your mom stabs you with a steak knife. I mean, you see a lot of souls breaking this one too. <laughs> Careers end and nah. except Tommy Lee because he still plays the fucking drums and has tef- a big dick. Exactly. He's, fine. he's, he's exactly. gonna be okay. <laughs> Tommy Lee's Teflon because he can play drums. That's yeah. it. And has a big dick. Yes. <laughs> he's gonna be okay. And the dick talks to him in the fucking show. Of course it what? fucking does. Yes, of course it does. No. Of course it does. Yes, it does. No. Because he's tripping on like fucking um, Molly or some shit. He goes like, "Should we hook dude, up?" Dude, is my dick talking to me, dude? No, he's just going like, "What should we do?" And the dick's just like, "You're it's like, you should do whatever you want, Tommy. You're the shit." <laughs> that sounds yeah. about right. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I imagine that's in his uh, his autobiography written right. by someone else. <laughs> like, dude, my dick fucking talked to me, dude. God, I read the fucking dirt and like reading the Tommy Lee chapters, or if like reading the fucking like eighth graders fucking uh, <laughs> journals. <laughs> I, I played my favorite. <laughs> I played drums today. I got a big Bro, dick. There's this like chick that was like so fucking hot, dude. <laughs> it was all that. That being said, Sebastian Stan plays a good Tommy Lee. <laughs> oh yeah, I imagine so. He's not a bad actor. Yeah, Anthony no. Mackie was giving him props too. Mm-hmm. He was just like, my boy looks good. <laughs> but no, but uh, it's, that's what we've been watching. <laughs> yeah, that's what we've been watching. <laughs> but I will say, like, uh, it's I, I'm not a child, so I can't really get the whole crux of the Encanto thing but it is very well made like i will say they've bumped up their animation skills quite a bit yeah 
just just based on what like how like the speed of transition mm-hmm. they are because there's a, there's a uh, part of the movie where a kid who keeps transforming and transforming mm-hmm. like the different characters like the the speed and you can actually see it yeah like, like, it's not so fast that it, like a Transformers movie uh-huh. where it's just like a garbled mess of metal flying at you <laughs> it, but it's like, like a shiny bright light <laughs> yeah no there's no giant blue light in this one. Um, but they did nail that one. I would say it's a, it's a pretty good movie. Cool. It's not as one. Of, it doesn't break your heart though. Like some of the ones they made, like Toy Story. Yeah. Or making grown men cry. I, I oh. still think probably the biggest like fuck. We are going to fuck you up. Moment is up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, up still is the most masochistic Pixar movie. I want period. you to watch the first fifteen minutes. Uh huh. We're gonna leave you by yourself. Uh huh. <laughs> and do not show any, any emotion. emotion. Here's a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> it's like and the, and the reason it's so effective is. It affects kids that have never felt that sort of pain. Yeah. And it affects adults that can approximate the pain or yeah, have because, been through the you pain. See it. You see yes. you see what's going on. Even if you're like when you hit that point of like 15, 16, you're less like, oh, that sucks. Because yeah. they're at the you know, they're at the pregnancy clinic mm-hmm. or whatever, and it's just like, oh, that you know, that kind of mm-hmm. sucks. And then they're like, oh no, she dies too. Yeah. So it's like it yeah. will hit every generation on some level. It will get And then them. as you get older, it's like, hey, why did he tie a bunch of balloons to his house? Oh, because eminent domain was kicking in the city was gonna burn his fucking house down. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. That's what that was. It was a fuck you to the man. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah, the old man was just like fuck you dudes. Yeah, this that, is that, my that, this that's is my all house. It's about. That's all it's about. We're all going to do the same shit when we yeah. turn like 80. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. I'm going to burn it down. I will say, my you, whole did life for this. you did miss something cool in Cruella where she gets the woman framed for her murder. Oh, God. That, that, that is a trick. I will say it's an elaborate trick, like some Ocean's 12 type shit. <laughs> but no, she gets her to push her off a cliff like she killed her, like because she killed her mother the yeah, same yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets her to push her. They get that old that woman to push her off a cliff. She's like, "Do it, you old bitch!" <laughs> and like, she pushes her, but she had already called the cops, and the cops uh, see it, and they're just like, "This fucking bitch pushed push the poor girl off the cliff. <laughs> You're under arrest, you stupid whore!" And just, like, but then the Damn, whole time, Disney got dark with the vocabulary. Time, she's, like, she's like fucking Rocket Man in that shit, straight to hell. And then she turns her dress into a parachute. <laughs> it would have made sense if she hit her head on a rock and like saw a puppy and ate it like, because that would have gave the whole crux of 101 Dalmatians it's like she eats dogs oh I know <laughs> I will say like the, that was the one thing of being like when the big scene with the mom happens and all the Dalmatians run in I'm like no this better not be the reason for the imprint of hating Dalmatians. He hate Dalmatians. What's the It's like Batman or some shit where he's like surrounded by bats. Yeah, he's just surrounded by Dalmatians. Like, no! no! <laughs> I will have my revenge. <laughs> some terrible, terrible DC villain. <laughs> hey, what's wrong with him? Someone shoved an icicle up his ass. Now he freezes people and eats them. <laughs> Icicle man. I'm pretty sure Bruce Wayne did this to this man. Because <laughs> he has the same problem as Spider-Man. Spider-Man and you know Iron Man always accidentally create their own villains. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why, why, why do they create their own villains? It's because they're lazy assholes. That's why. It's because they're not perfect, Chris. They're lazy assholes. <laughs> the Spider-Man. The Spider-Man. Has no idea what power is. <laughs> because with great power comes great responsibility. Come on, Pete. Fucking kill them all. <laughs> That's what I really want to see. Just a flashback of the real, like, the Tom Holland. Yeah. Uncle Ben just bleeding out all over the fucking place. Oh, so, God. 
This dude dressed as a scorpion stabbed the fuck out of me. God damn it. Kill the all, Peter. Peter. And he hands him like a like a like a little thirty eight like, like electrical tape around the handle. You know why? Yeah. No, the lumber's been chiseled off. I keep this in my copy. Yeah. No ben. mercy, Peter. No fucking mercy. Oh no, Ben was an actual robber. He robbed someone and plugged some old woman. And framed it. And oh my god. god. Yeah. And that's what happened. Uncle Ben got killed by a guy he framed. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, Pete, help, help. This guy framed me. And that's the whole like, crux of the new Spider-Man story. Like, what was one. Uncle Ben really too doing? Too close to home. Yes. <laughs> Spider-Man, too close to home. Yeah, too close to home. <laughs> his, play, his, dad, his, his Uncle Ben's played by Danny DeVito. And, his, and the whole, then you realize it. Oh, my God. Spider-Man is a sequel to my cousin Vinny. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Ralph Macchio, Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> it takes place in Philadelphia. <laughs> Mr. Marissa Tomei knows too much about cars. <laughs> I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've just created the perfect Spider-Man movie. Yes, you have. I want to see this now. And on that note, I don't think we can get any better. I think it's about time for us to dig on into our Spotify playlists and figure out what the hell we've been listening to. The Anunnaki, man. Fucking <laughs> Secret Service agents killing presidents. JFK was killed by the Secret Service. <laughs> what you listening to, son? I don't think you like it. Well, why not? I like this new generation of music. Where did you record this? I bought it at the mall. What that person on your tape has is a medical disorder. CIA, Alvin Dulles, the OSS. Yeah, you didn't know about that, you fucking piece of shit? <laughs> fucking uh, Ma fucking Barker. idiot. <laughs> Ma Barker and her shit kits. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just listening to the last podcast. <laughs> Same. <laughs> All right, Cap, what the hell have you been listening to? I've been getting uh, digging back into Starbenders lately. They came out with that uh, new single, Seven White Horses. That's pretty good. And uh, kind of put me back on uh, Love Potions after that. Mm-hmm. And I think my favorite track on that one still, uh, Can't uh, can't Cheat Time. Yeah, no, that that's a really great one. It's got that power pop you know, arrangement where it's like all those weird chords in the middle of it. And finally got to see them live a few weeks back. And uh, they were pretty fucking great live, I thought. And, oh yeah, they are good. And I got to see uh, Jossie, Chris. Jossie yeah, puts on a hell of a show, and he's got a couple of uh, live videos that are on YouTube now from that show that were pretty good. So hell a lot yeah. of Starbenders and uh, quite a bit of the. And speaking of Jossie, that new track that he's got out uh, right now is really good. Uh, uh, really good called Godhead. No, I've a lot of that uh, a lot of uh, it kind of has the uh, like a David Bowie, uh, Moon Age Daydream kind of vibe to it. Hell yeah. Featuring Ricky Dover on guitar. Ricky Dover Jr. Yeah, Jr., my fault. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Chris, what the hell have you been listening to? Um, Aside from last podcast on the left. (laughs) Um, I'm still listening to you. There's a lot of like doom metal stuff, just going back to like the Black Sabbath and Ruby the Hatchet, you know, some of the newer newer ones. Um, I did find uh, some kind of older stuff, rhythm and blues stuff, like One Hit Wonders. Been listening to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of soul Music. Nice. Just, I have just two. He's a soul man. A lot of <laughs> Sam, some Sam and Dave shit. Yeah, Sam and, a lot of Sam and Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one. Uh, I've been going back and rush a little bit. Some of their like not popular songs. Like which era? Uh, the twenty one twelve era. Yeah. Back before they did the whole Ayn Rand philosophy of selfishness. That's, that's kind of what uh, twenty one twelve was all about. Yeah, it's about <laughs> the government can't be trusted, and I need money. And it's just like, oh no. Because that first album was oh, uh, no. Farewell to Kings. Yep. That kind of shit, and then uh, yeah, just there's a lot of like B side stuff, you know, just driving music because because I'm gonna be preparing to drive to Charlotte now. Oh yeah, and uh, that soul music really plays a lot better when you do it with the windows down at 65 fucking degrees outside. Oh yeah, and you can be like talking to your boss and like, nah, I had a flat tire. 
Who's <laughs> <laughs> your favorite? Uh, who's your favorite singer from that period? Man, I've been uh, hooked on this one, the Teskey Brothers. Teskey Brothers, I haven't checked them. Yeah, they, yet. they're a little one-hit wonder, but they got some. Like, they got some gems, and plus, you know, a lot of it's like so, it's music from Snowfall. Yeah. So it's just, it, it just really because you, you know I, 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 I picture something while I'm listening to it. Yeah. And I could just try to place it in a movie or a television series. If I could place it there, it gives it a better vibe. Because uh, you showed me, uh, was it the Many Faces of We? Uh, yeah, uh, from a uh, Zen Arcade. We talked about that yeah. last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, like he showed me it today and I'm just like this would be great and like just a rambling comedy yeah <laughs> like an on the road comedy because you know they do, they do the change you know they change over their music styles constantly mm-hmm. and over and over and I was like that would be great for like a Blues Brothers type comedy movie yeah I think or just so. a band trying to get from one spot to the other not like the green room, but like <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe not so much like that. <laughs> Hello in there, yeah. <laughs> oh god, Nazis! <laughs> Always goes back to the fucking Nazis. Just <laughs> uh, just a lot of like B side stuff. Uh, I did not long ago start listening to uh, or adding uh, Bo Burnham stuff because mm-hmm. he's got that one Spotify tra- uh, Spotify album. Yeah, inside, inside, and uh, just some of those some of those songs play really good while you're driving. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, CEO, uh, born uh, in 1964. Not that one. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, All on me, or what is it called? All eyes on me, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good track. Oh yeah. It sounds, it sounds kind of like just a new pop jam or something like, but mm-hmm. it's like really fucking serious. Oh yeah. yeah. That and that funny feeling. Yes. Funny oh, feeling is a funny feeling. Fucks me up. Dude. That's a good song. <laughs> that's that's fucks me up, man. I, 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 do, I do like the fact that he lies in the beginning. Yeah. He's like, I'm not really, uh, I'm not really good at playing guitar. I can't sing so really well. Feel. And then he just <laughs> he proceeds to just kill it as a folk yeah. singer. <laughs> I'm just like, thanks. Thank you. Listen to pull Bob Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to Bob Dylan. <laughs> That's why I haven't revisited that one. It's it's just rough and just such a down. It's good, but it's such a downer. I think if you look at it in a more like non pessimistic way, it's like because you had brought it up uh, to me, you know, as a creative kind of thing. If you look at it at that way, yeah, you're going to get a kind of a bad vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, you understand what he's trying to say, but no, if you look yeah, at if you exactly. try to take a look at it as just a fan, yeah, who's just realizing what he's going through, I think it just it sounds better, right? And some of those songs, he is he is being comedic as fuck. Oh like, yeah, absolutely. Like this is the internet. Like, yes. That Welcome to, to the, the internet. internet. <laughs> well, see, but that's what also I think makes it resonate so well is because also coming from the creative side, it's like when you're down, it's not you're always down twenty four seven. You're gonna get those manic moments of mm-hmm. funny or inspiration, and that's why I think it gives such a good ebb and flow to that special is because you've got the moments of like welcome to the internet where you can tell oh, he was having a good day or a good week and he came up with something really yeah. fucking goofy and funny. But then, like, the next one is all eyes on me or, like, you know, funny feeling. And it's just like, yep, yep, this is the big ups and downs of dealing with all this. And that's why I think it just really landed for me. Yeah. And run the jewels. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, every time I hear all eyes on me, all I think of is Tupac. <laughs> yeah. But, like, uh, run the jewels. I've been listening to that again. Yeah. Oh, so good. And uh, I've got a couple different albums lined up in the chamber, but this week I'm going to wind up talking about the new record from Fast Eddie. I was going to say, I've I've thought about that too. So, Uh, Because like I said, we've got a few records from that camp to kind of discuss, so disperse it out a couple different episodes. But yeah, Fast Eddie's Take a Look. A whole bunch of singles of stuff that they had kind of released before with a good handful of new tracks. And the new tracks are fucking great. Um, Honestly, probably my favorite is Help Me. I know. Help me. It wasn't my favorite at first, but then it started growing on me after I saw it played live a couple of times, mm-hmm. too. And, and honestly, 
I'd love to hear them do like an acoustic version of it. I, I think it would sound great with just an acoustic guitar by mm-hmm. itself. An acoustic, kind of get some shakers or a little like beatbox kind of thing just for a little bit of percussion. But no, I think it would work really cool as an acoustic track. And of course, Take a Look is a great song. They have a video for that one, I think. I like Take a Look, too. It kind of reminds me of... Uh Kate uh, pointed out it sounds like a uh, dirty uh, dandy Warhol song. I can see that. I can see that. But honestly, probably my still still my favorite song on this entire record, and it was released forever ago. Is still Dead Eyes. I still love that song Dead so Eyes much. Is such a banger. <laughs> it's just it rips. So no, definitely check out Take a Look released on Spaghetti Town Records. And next episode, I'll have another Spaghetti Town Records song or record to talk about. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, guys, definitely sign up for the Discord as we talk about at the end of every episode here. You can find that in the episode description or if you're on the Instagram, link in the bio, all that kind of bullshit. Come in and talk some shit. Give us some ideas for the couch potatoes. Still not on Instagram. Yeah, you got to get an Instagram, man. No, we got to get some pen pals to meet in person, you know, two years later. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I will say, though. I can meet people just by walking up to them. I will say. How I will say, though, I've had more than one person come up and talk to me and be like, dude, couch potatoes is something good for you. It's funny. Or like, I'll have another person be like, no time to turn rock. So we're doing something. We're fine. We're reaching some folks okay. now. Because we're- if I met them, they would hate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what you meant by you when you said that? Oh, my God, you fucking monster. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, give us a follow on all the socials. Hit subscribe on your uh, listening device, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Give us a review. Give us a like. Give us a rating. Give us all that bullshit. And Chris, this always thank you for joining us on the main the very first show on this network and but at some point couch potatoes is going to eclipse this one because it's like easier to find with all the different like keywords we use so eventually couch potatoes will take over this one but this was still the big and main one so hell even no time to turn is probably going to eclipse this one because it's kiss related fan base (laughs) that's going to be the weird thing the original main show is eventually going to be like the side show and like couch potatoes and no time to turn are going to be like the majors we're in the smod castle era we are we're in the smod castle era i love it (laughs) and on that note cap do you have a fucking outro for us i'll just uh go out like the old Smod Castle days and just say have a week
do We sat down at the bar We were acting like stars But I was looking at you I knew I wasn't your type I wasn't your Mr. Right But what could I do? another coin by supporting the show for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash something good network